welcome to the 179th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How are you doing, Roger? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So, Roger, this week we're also joined by one of our colleagues here at Recon, Jake Hockridge. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Happy to be here. So, Jake, you recently attended an analyst event that Comcast put on at their headquarters in Philly. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it was the Comcast Converge event for press and analysts. It was held at the Comcast Center, which is a really impressive space. And it was a really high production event. They had Keenan Thompson from SNL host. They had a video spot from Seth Meyers. And it was a combination of them laying out their vision and their positioning in where the telecommunication and entertainment space is going as well as rolling out some new products that are going to be launched this year. Oh, can you tell us about the new products? Absolutely. So it was a combination of different things, right? So they have a new router that's coming out, the XB10, which is a Doxis 4.0 gateway, which will be equipped with Wi-Fi 7. And then we'll have symmetrical multi-gig up and download speeds. And that's going to come out second half of this year. They also talked about Sky Vision and Sky Glass, which are some new devices that are going to be available in Europe. And they're hoping to be made available in the US, which is basically kind of an all-in-one interactive TV experience. It was pretty cool. And then additionally, they have a couple of features that are going to be rolled out for their broadband and mobile customers to everyone who have their service. One of those is a new security feature that works off of their Wi-Fi routers, where you can link your Wi-Fi routers to Wi-Fi enabled devices in home and essentially set an away mode where the disruption in the link between those two devices, it will send you an alert essentially creating a security sensor within your home using your router and devices you already have. And as long as you have a relatively up-to-date router, that will be made available to you in the second half of this year. So that's a pretty cool add-on feature. And what if I have a cat or dog? Will my cat or dog or bird will trigger it? Or I asked that exact question, Roger, and they said, unless it's a Great Dane, you should be okay. So I think, you know, any dogs under like 100, 125 pounds are not triggering it with the way it's tuned now. If you have a very big animal, you may see some disruption there. Yeah, we should be able to see this from other providers then as well, right? So this could become like a standard feature at any home internet provider. I think the integration piece is interesting, right? Because there's there's brands like, I think like Simply Safe does this, right? Where you get web connected kind of monitoring, but it's not tied in natively with the broadband company. So the ability kind of for Comcast to kind of upsell folks or a- offer this as an added, a value added service, I think is interesting. And several of the wireless companies have dabbled in home security in the past, right? AT&T had digital life. Not very successfully. Right. So it'll be, it's interesting to see if it's different this time, right? Well, Comcast has an integrated security service attached to it. And this would be then a terrific upsell opportunity for them to say, like, here is your free basic service. And, oh, we can make this even better when you spend 
X dollars with us to have like a fully featured security offer with us, right? And so that could be quite interesting. Jake, can you tell a little bit more about the new router that's coming with Doxis 4.0? Because 4.0, right, it's like the great hope for cable companies to take the fight back to fiber. Yeah. And so it is, it's basically the way it was framed was it has, you know, the Doxis 4.0, which is going to enable, you know, which basically will allow them to keep up with fiber with symmetrical multi-gig up and down. It's got the new kind of AI-assisted silicon chip. And they didn't go into an incredible amount of detail in the main stage presentation. And so that's basically all I have on it right now. A couple other stats that they did mention, they expect to be able to connect up to 300 devices in home off of the single gateway, making it a pretty powerful device for sort of now and into the future. And your 300 closest friends are coming over for a party on the weekend, right? Everybody connected to Wi-Fi. Right, right. But probably, you know, it would also make it viable for for a lot of small business use cases as well. I mean, 300 is a lot of devices, yeah. especially of a multi-gig up and down. What jumped out for me was Wi-Fi 7. Yes. Because one of the big issues is that you have a gigabit of internet coming in, and then your Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi capability of the router is a lot less than that. And so when people are using it on Wi-Fi, they still get 300 megabit. Say they upgraded from 500 megabits to a gigabit, and when they measure it on Wi-Fi, it's still 300. And I think this will prevent that, you know, when both devices can have Wi-Fi 7 in them, and then you will have like gigabit, if not multiple gigabit, Wi-Fi speeds. Right. And which will be the proof point that Oh, you want to have faster internet. Right. You know, it creates, yeah, like the wider spectrum band in in your home. I think that the kicker is, you know, not many devices are compatible with Wi-Fi 7 yet, but that'll change in the coming years, obviously. Yeah, and even the Apple Vision Pro 2.0 that comes out whenever will have then Wi-Fi 7. Right now it does not. Right. But works still pretty well. That's really exciting. What else did they do? There were a couple other interesting features. One is a high fidelity video feature that they're going to roll out to their broadband customers, which is essentially an enhanced 4K experience with high dynamic range that's also connected to Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos sound. They gave an example or a demonstration of it. It's essentially a really clear picture that they're able to deliver just as quickly, if not faster, than their current 4K broadcast. And so this is something that they've been piloting, and they didn't give a specific time frame, but it should be made available to Xfinity customers soon, as their product leader said. So that's something that we can expect. And then the one other kind of key one was a Wi-Fi speed boost which is going to enable one gig speeds on mobile devices connected to the operator's Wi-Fi network. And so this is similar to a feature that Charter has through their Spectrum mobile product and is going to launch soon for Comcast as well. Terrific. 
when we were chatting about this the other day, you also mentioned what they had said about traffic and with Peacock and the NFL on Peacock. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. They did talk a lot about streaming and a lot about how live sports moving to streaming is driving a ton of internet traffic for those events. A couple interesting stats on it. One was when Peacock ran their NFL playoff game in January, it accounted for 30% of traffic on the internet during that event. They called it the biggest day on the internet in American history. They also mentioned that the recurring Thursday night football that is broadcast on Amazon Prime streaming service accounts for 20% of traffic every Thursday night, and it makes it the heaviest internet night of the week every given week that it happens. And we've also heard from others in the industry that Thursday night with the Amazon football game has turned into the busy hour of the internet. Yep. At least, what, 14 weeks a year or something like that, 16, whatever how many weeks of football is right now. And so it will be very interesting to see when people will release the data, how the Super Bowl ranked in terms of traffic. I think we will all know it will be a lot more. Yeah. One interesting thing that Dave Watson said in the opening piece was basically the top 1% of internet users five years ago were using what the top 10% use now. And so the point he was getting to is basically today's super user is tomorrow's mainstream user. And so as more sporting events and more content and more AR devices get put onto the network, what seems like heavy traffic now will become much more day to day, which is part of, you know, as we were talking about before, why they're trying to get ahead of it with the new routers that they're putting out, as well as the speed boost for their mobile customers. One thing was very interesting that you mentioned in the in your opening comment was around Sky and the European operations. Can you tell us a little bit more here? There was a decent amount of focus mm-hmm. on those new Sky products. And, you know, I didn't I wasn't sure if we go too deep into them because they're not available in the US yet, but they are some interesting products, right? So Comcast bought Sky and They're working a lot on having more interactive communal entertainment experiences. And so this Sky Glass is an interesting device. It's essentially what looks like a flat screen television that's a little bit bigger and that has a full Dolby soundbar included in it. And it comes basically as opposed to buying it outright. Typically, people will lease it. And so you pay you know, a little under 20 pounds a month if you're in the UK. And so you have this TV that has also like serves as your your set top box. And so it's like a smart TV. You have your cable flowing into it natively. And then there's an add-on that's Sky Live, which is a basically an interactive camera that you put on top of the television. It has a number of features such as like gaming, where it actually tracks your body and you can do play games by yourself or multiplayer. You can do fitness classes where it actually is interactive and it kind of scans your body and tells you if your form looks good. And so you can kind of get the experience of a personal trainer at home. And you can also do basically like joint watching where you have a picture in picture feature where if you and your friend who lives, you know, across the city 
both want to watch the same game or show at the same time, you can have a feed running between your two houses so that you can kind of have a shared experience watching it, even if you're not together. And so they've said it has good adoption. They, they did a lot of demos of it after the main stage presentation that were really interesting and pretty impressive with the camera, how well it works. My question was, is this going to be made available in the U.S.? And they said, yes, we hope so, but no time frame there. Yeah, no, and the, the heavy sky presence was also interesting, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like how many people were there? Plane loads full, right? Yes, there was. It was almost probably one-to-one with Comcast folks and then analysts and press. And a lot of those folks, especially on some of the product demo teams, were Sky folks in from London. Awesome. Interesting. Good event. Yeah, very good event. Yeah, I was very impressed by the production value and how they kind of rolled out the red carpet for folks. It was a fun event to be at. Perfect. Excellent. All right. right, Well, thanks, Jake, for letting us know about it. And uh, Roger, we'll uh, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Thank you, Jake. Awesome. Thanks, guys. 